0: Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. And I am James. James. How are you, my friend?
0: I am good on this fabulous Sunday. I'll be better if a certain football team loses tonight.
1: Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Please say Dallas.
0: I mean, I'm not gonna say. I don't want to chase away any of our audience.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get that. So um, you've got a different setting there. You want to tell everybody because you have not recorded with us um, since you've been there. So what's what's with this new setting, man? Like, there's a whole new look here. What's going on? Oh
0: yeah, well yeah, because uh, I'm in a whole new house because I have once again moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm back in the States now and I'm back at good old Fort Campbell, Kentucky.
1: Ah, that's a that's an amazing place. They call this place the great place. I like to call that the amazing place. That's nothing against uh, this place either, but it's just well, you know, <laughs> just, you spend you spend as much time as I have there, you you kind of fall in love with it, but
0: yeah, this will now be the place I've spent the most time at.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Is that Alexa talking to you?
0: Yes, it's my ring, my doorbell. Because my <laughs> wife has just come home with groceries, and every time she walks in front of it, it's going to go off.
1: <laughs> it's going to let us know that she's coming in and out. That's yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't put yeah. mine up yet. Um, yeah. So you're back in the states now. Um, you've man, you've been all over the place. What's really cool is you took on a new job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which
1: is my old job.
0: Yes, this is at a, the same place that we worked at before. Yes,
1: where this show began.
0: Yes, it's, I have been into some of the places that we recorded very early episodes at,
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff,
0: like the famous Jeff Watts episode way back
1: <laughs> <laughs> before we started actually doing video, and it's just us sitting there around microphones taking pictures, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, so, um, but. How's does it feel to kind of be in that organization again?
0: Uh, it's different. It's weird because four years makes a big difference to the organization. It's way different. They've had a lot of like leadership turnover since we've been gone. Right. And then to be in the position I'm in now. So now I've got to like, okay, what, what needs to be fixed? What's going really well. I got to start on those ARs and figure mm-hmm. out like, what's my stamp going to be on the organization. So it's kind of interesting now. And then I yeah. see like, I really hate to do this. I see why you w- felt like you worked so much now. I thought you never did anything. But did you really? Uh, but no. the reality is I understand now that you you do quite a bit. Like
1: Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean and the worst part was I used um until we moved at Camp we moved up there at Campbell. Also remember I used to drive an hour one way. So I would drive an hour to work, work all day. then drive an hour home and we wouldn't get out there at we wouldn't leave at five maybe six if i was lucky
0: i might have
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly well you know hey man you know i'm i'm excited i'm excited for you to be there because uh it's like we've already had you and i have had multiple discussions over the phone and everything since then i was just trying to let the audience know hey where's this guy is what he's doing you know we've missed him um (laughs) but what i think is you know, um, I brought it up in uh, th- last week's episode about what we're doing the show on, and, and really, it's about personality types. And I'm, I'm like, this is perfect for us to dive into. You have an abundance of ast- instructors who are oh. mul- a multitude of personality types, and you already know that
0: when they <laughs> go through
1: the uh, instructor course with uh, Rick, yeah, the bearded ninja, um, they have to take the uh you know the the personality test the myers briggs personality test
0: yeah yeah and i never understood why originally when we first got there but oh i get it now i definitely oh, yeah. get it and it is oh, yeah. useful
1: it is so. especially when it comes down to um putting specific people in specific roles you know what i mean you, you yeah. some people it doesn't fit you know and some people it works perfectly
0: yeah, I think yeah, and I think we'll we'll see some of that as we move through the episode today. Because you know, there's certain yeah. things that we do. Like to me, one of the most important events there is graduation, and yeah. I can use understanding of personality to understand who's going to give me a graduation, who's going to plan a graduation that is going to be stellar, and who would be kind of like, yeah, check the block. Like so, because right. you don't want like for me, I don't want to check the block person. And control of graduation or some of the other key events. So it's useful in something like that for sure. And also self-awareness, man. We've done emotional intelligence, um, taking that test. There's things on that test that I was like, wow, that is me. Or maybe, and I think if you take this test more than one time, you're going to find that it might be different. But I also talking to other people who are familiar with it. You generally will be like maybe maybe two to three of the personalities you'll fluctuate mm-hmm. between, but you probably won't go like five different ways unless you intentionally answer the questions for that. Um, mm-hmm. But if you do yeah. honest honest self uh, you know reflection and, and answer the, the questions, yeah, I think you'll sit in like a two or three different type zone, uh, and then like you know mine is different at home than it is at work.
1: Yeah. So, well, you, yeah. And you know, when I took it, um, cause I just took it again yesterday and I've taken it multiple times and always comes out to the same thing. However, when I'm answering some of the questions, uh, I had to think to myself, am I going to answer this? Is it broadly yeah. how I feel or at the moment? You know what I mean? Like, because I, maybe I am having, you know, I'm a little bit more feely touchy type, you know, in touch with my feelings or am I being more analytical normally? You know, it's so, and there's so many ways, you know, like judging versus, uh, what is it? Judging versus prospecting, you know, those things. And we're going to get into those, but, (laughs) but it's the idea of when you're taking it, it's like, you got to think to yourself and remind yourself, Hey, what is your average? What do you normally do? Not how you are right specifically now. Now you could do it as how you feel right now, But then again, is it going to portray who you are overall? Maybe not. It's just because you do do range. I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so really what we wanted to do, so audience, uh, what you're going to understand from the whole show is Ed and I, I'm sorry, James and I, see, I'm never going to break that habit, my friend. I'm going to put it
0: on the board next time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we do tally marks like we used yeah. to do when people would say, um, and we would do evaluations. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a good
0: idea. I'll write that down.
1: There you go. Uh, <laughs> so James and I, we both took the assessment. We did it recently uh, to, you know, try to make sure we we had an accurate thing. Actually, I printed mine out because I thought, well, I just wanted to kind of go through it. But we all took it. And really, the idea of the show is, is first you have to know who you are. Then you should try to know who you your subordinates are, your peers, your senior, you know, if you know the people around you, like I, my wife, she took it. Um, she, and then she yeah. did some research of the differences <laughs> between her and I, and I was going to bring that up in a little bit too, cause I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but the idea is to kind of understand it and to know it. So that way, when you are making decisions, like, uh, James was saying about, you know, putting people in positions and whatnot, you're putting the right person in the right position. Uh, so, hey, James, right yes. off the Batman. What was you? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Batman? <laughs> <laughs> what was your personality type? Your overall personality type?
0: So mine was the logistician and my little um, five letter. Um, yeah, that thing. My five letter uh, personality was the I S T J T and okay. we we can get into kind of what each one of those means, but yeah. So I was a logistician, which is funny because I am a logistician mm-hmm. by trade in the military. I haven't done it in well, ish. I've done it, but not as much. So, yeah. How about you, yeah. Brian? What, what did you, uh, what, what did you come up with?
1: Um, I was, uh, it was commanders, what it said, uh, E N T J slash a, so, um, kind of like, uh, from what I understand, because, and I'm going to, I'm going to show this book real quick to the audience and I'll probably put a picture up between you and I, so they can see a little bit better, but it's called type, type, uh, talk at work, how the 16 personality types determine your success on the job. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh in this book it kind of goes even more in depth. And you can see I've put some tabs in there because I got some stuff I wanted to share out <laughs> of it um between you and I. But one of the key things that I i felt was really, really crazy about in this book, um, <clears throat> that's gonna kind of help us go along with this is uh in very in the very beginning, uh one of the very first things it talks about the importance of people, you know, when you do this whole type personality type uh watch in a sense. And it says The positive people oriented nature of type watching makes it an essential appropriate technique for the workplace and beyond an environment in which human capital, otherwise known as people Mm. is being increasingly recognized as one of the key ingredients of organizational success, harnessing the power of that human capital, Investment means relying more than ever before on relationships with customers, suppliers, employees, and oneself. These relationships are the building blocks of today's successful companies. So, really, you know, it gets into it uh, basically is if you understand how to read the, you know, or evaluate the type talks, or, you know, like the different personalities or what they're strong in, which we'll go through each category to kind of, you know, help uh, the audience understand. If you can understand that, then you know what project to put them on. Um, are they a, an extroverted person or introverted person? You know, are they better at sales and getting out and knowing somebody, or are they more like a plug and chug at a spreadsheet and, you know, by themselves knocking it out. Um, So you brought up uh, James, that there was a a code. It was five letters uh, total. Uh, The very first letter that you had was.
0: I had I, which is so the first letter represents the mind. I had I, which is introvert. It's uh, introverted perspective. Okay. Um, Okay. eh. And that's what we were talking about. Like, so for me, Yes. And no, because I can be a social butterfly at times. Uh, In my current job, I am uh, a big proponent of walk-around leadership, right? Yes. In the military. But then when I get home, I am much more introverted. So, again, it's just I I don't remember, like, the exact questions. It's just how you answer those questions. Mm -hmm. I I had somebody tell me uh, at the new job, you know, man, you're always, like, wandering in the hallways and walking in the classrooms yeah i said yeah yeah that's what i do it's Mm -hmm. my thing like literally every morning i walk around for about 20 minutes observing training it's Mm -hmm. right so i would say that i would argue that's more of an extroverted but when i get home i mean Mm -hmm. you can pretty much lock the door as soon as i come in it because i'm probably not going back out my door so Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) but it's it's so in a sense though you have to feel comfortable too right um If, if let's let's back it up, years okay. ago before you joined the service, because this I would I would almost say that the service has kind of changed you in that mindset where you said, oh, I can be extroverted here and introverted here. Um, were you more of an introverted person all the time back? You know w- when you were much younger. Oh no, no. Oh really? No. Yeah. No, I was very. I, so it's funny. I was more outgoing,
0: but I was very shy. Um, I had a right. lot of problems, like not problems, but challenges in school to find like who you were going to date at the time, because I didn't mm-hmm. like to talk to, you know, I got shy. I didn't want to talk to people. Now, if I knew you, um, then it would be different. But like for me in developing like relationships and having a girlfriend or whatever in high school, they had to be my friend first. So and I had that comfort level. Like, right. I could not just go up to somebody and just start talking to them. I, that was absolutely not going to happen. I don't talk in class for the first about month of school. I was, So I was kind of introverted in that way. But hmm. I also was never in the house. Like, I'd be out playing football or basketball or, you know, wandering around the neighborhood. So it's kind of a, again, it's kind of a, like, little beach kind of thing.
1: Right. How Wait, about you? I- I, um, mine was, was, is an E and it extroverted. So I was 75% extroverted, 25% introverted. And I can see that in the sense. Um, cause there are times that I do want to just close the door in the office and I just want to kind of just block everything out. Um, a lot of times, <clears throat> like for instance, when I'm doing homework or I'm doing something, I have to like put real deep work into deep thought. Um, I put in earbuds and I put on like some, uh, binary beats and just kind of let that flow so I can kind of hone my focus in. Uh, mm-hmm. but like, for instance, if I'm at work, it's like, I try to, I would say every hour, because I, I get i get strapped to my desk sometimes when it comes to like filling out tasks and doing stuff but i try to get out of the office and go see people and talk to people and just you know just to get away from the loneliness you know um mm. that was one of the things when uh you know when i was in korea um i was i was by, there by myself you know and my family wasn't there um and i really i didn't have a ton of people that i could just go hang out with because of my position within the organization So I was kind of, I wouldn't say I was, I wasn't introverted by nature, but, but on purpose to not put myself in a position of compromise, if that makes sense. Um, But But, yeah, yeah. extroverted, I'm always, I've always been comfortable with just, just walking up to a random person and starting a conversation. I'm going to pick up on something with them and start a conversation no matter what, and then it'll bloom from there.
0: Yeah. And I've gotten better over the years, of course, the military, right. Kind of forces out of you. I, I can't be shy. and be the platoon sergeant stand in front of the soldiers. So, um, but when people take this and we definitely are going to give you that website, we'll put it in the notes, recommend people take this. This is a free, one of the free ones. Um, It's either going to be one or the other, right? Like I wish there was a combined category, but it is, you're either Mm -hmm. going to be an introvert. Or are you going to be more extroverted? Yeah. You know, and like you said, they're going to give you a percentage. I did not print mine out, so I don't know my percentage off the top.
1: <laughs> uh, could
0: be 51 and 49, who knows? But
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah it's interesting though. So, what did, did you find anything particularly interesting when you like read what the extrovert like strengths and weaknesses or anything like that were?
1: So, uh, well, when it comes to my strength and weakness, I'll get to that. But what I did want to point out was like, what does this mean to the listener? Really? Okay. You know, what does that introvert extrovert mean about the people that are, are within your organization that you're always around? And from what I got here is it basically refers to people who are outgoing and who thrive in social situations. They're often described as high energy, assertive, mm-hmm. uh, talkative and excitable. So what does that mean if they're more of a introvert? Well, The opposite introverted individuals dislike large social groups or situations and may feel drained or exhausted by them. So when, when you think about it, you know, it's, it's funny that I do like, uh, large group settings. I really do enjoy them. Um, now there are times that I'm just done for the day, uh, and I don't want to go and participate in something else. Uh, but most of the time I love it, you know, uh, but then when it comes to like the strengths and weaknesses uh there was oh man there was so much about that um <laughs> i i was going to hit upon those it's, it's i think within that that whole extrovert thing one of the things that was that caught my eye was this charismatic and, and inspiring which mm. it's funny because it's kind of where this whole podcast thing, you know, man, I mean, that's what comes from, you know, uh, these qualities combine to create individuals who are able to inspire and invigorate others uh, who people actually want to be their leaders. And this in turn helps commanders to accomplish their often ambitious goals that could never be finished alone. It's funny because I really, I mean, I could have started this podcast by myself right? And just did everything on my own. But what did I do? I dragged you in. <laughs> I dragged uh, in, you. back. not dragged so much. No, I didn't drag you. Not at all. Baited, but, uh, that, maybe. Yeah. Baited. But, uh. <laughs> baited you, <laughs> threw a microphone at you, uh, all kinds of <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. You know, but when you see that, it's like, wow, that really kind of plays it to a T. I, I have big dreams, big ideas, but I may not be able to accomplish it all by myself. You know, I need others to help me. What okay. About yourself, what did you get from it?
0: Uh, so one of them again, you know, I, I feel like I'm doing a lot of devil, devil's advocacy today. The honest and direct is one of my big strengths, uh, for the introvert, but I'd also argue that there are times when it can be on the uh weakness side, so yeah, you know, time and place, and of course, that comes like you learn it self awareness, self regulation, you learn. Right that time and place. But let me tell you, like sometimes being super honest, you know, if you're in a meeting with a bunch of seniors who are senior to you and you go, that's stupid. And this is why it's stupid. Kudos for giving them the reason why, but sometimes the audience doesn't want to hear that the idea is stupid or it's undoable. You know, it's not, that's Mm -hmm. not feasible. So you got to like, okay, how do I put this? Then you go, okay, what about if we try it this way rather than that way or so those are some things um definitely uh there are several strengths though that i look at and i'm like oh yeah that's me oh yeah yep that's me and then (laughs) yeah you know um but some of them play well to being a soldier right like for us like so some of my first ones honest and direct dutiful responsible like those are those are key attributes of a non-commissioned officer or of a senior leader in the military, like enforce order. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. like, okay. Uh, right. Jack of all trades. Eh, yeah. Ish. <laughs> Not really. Listen, I'm going to go yeah. and change my oil or nothing, but um, I'll clean the cap off or something. I'll clean. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. So those are some of the strengths in it. And what's funny is when I remember when I took this and I told my wife what I was and she kind of did hers and she looked at, it, she says, yeah, this is like, they could just change this and just call this James. This is you. Like, I'm like, Hey, easy now. There's some things <laughs> I don't think is me, but yeah.
1: Yeah. So. so we, um, so we figured out that whole part of, of the extrovert introvert. Now the next part is talking about intuitive and observant. Where'd you stand there?
0: Uh, so for that one, I was an S which is observant uh, observant individuals are practical, uh, pragmatic and down to earth. We'll say down to yeah. earth. Yeah. We'll say, um, I can
1: see. I could see that. I could.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I, that's where I came up with on that one. Um, for observant, uh, they tend to have strong habits and focus on what is happening or has already happened for the observant
1: individuals. So
0: yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's pretty accurate. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's, it's that, that, in that particular category, it's actually considered, you know, the whole information gathering type, you know, yeah. it's, it's how we gather our information. And then we make the next one. We make, you know, we, we figure out things off of how we gather information, basically how it comes in. Um, yep. And in, in that case, I was more intuitive. Mine was intuitive. Well, as much more than, and it was 60, I was 66% more intuitive, 34% of the other side of being observant, you know? Um, And to me, it's a, you know, with, when you look at that, um, how how does that, how does that affect uh, our ability, each one of our ability in what we do when we receive that information, right? You're more observant as in, are you more observant by actions that are taking place? Uh, things are going on around you. Do you learn more uh, from watching someone type thing versus um, coming up, you know, intuitively uh, with a new plan? Are you just like, Oh, you know, I like that. I've seen that before. Why am I going to remake the wheel when I can use that? You know?
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. The only thing that I saw so I, thinking about you, right. <laughs> it's been mm-hmm. a few years since we worked together. I don't, I don't know about preferred novelty over stability for you, because I don't. I think you're you're you prefer more of a stable, like kind of how you process things. Like mm-hmm. uh, so, when I think of novelty, I might be thinking of, I'm thinking of like something way outside the box, like ooh, that let's try that, or mm-hmm. how you receive the information. I think you're more rigid than that. Not rigid sounds bad, but I think you're more focused than that. But that's just, I mean, again, the day you did this, maybe you were that day, you know, the way you answered the questions, you did prefer novelty over uh, stability on that particular day.
1: So what I gathered from some research with the the whole intuitive part was uh, you tend to read between the lines and focus on the overall impression of a situation Rather than what was explicitly said or done, so <clears throat> I think what it means is like I'm I am observing what's going on, but I'm really looking at the overall picture. And sometimes okay. I don't. And my problem, I, and I do have that problem sometimes, where I don't dig enough into the weeds. Um, I just want to know is is the answer yes or no? You know that type of thing. Versus, yeah. Yeah. You know, tell me yes or no. Oh, and give me a reason why. No, it's yes or it's no. Uh, let's let's move on, type thing.
0: Yeah, I could. I can kind of see um what is name uh first star rogers was he was a little more like you know um remember that old exercise the y five y's like he was more of a all oh, that happened why did that happen oh it mm-hmm. happened because of this why did it happen because of that like he was like layer 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 you know you yeah. can say peel back the onion he was peel very, back the onion yeah yep. so okay Yeah.
1: But sometimes, sometimes it's good to do that or know how to do that because you do have to get to the bottom of something. Right. Um, and I think what was key with him is his details, like his brain, the way he operated, he'd listen to certain words and then, oh, wait, you Mm -hmm. just said blah, blah, blah. Well, did you mean this? Or did you mean this? You know, where where are you going? You know, (laughs) and, and that, I think that's more on your case too. You know, you're, you're observant of those small key words. Um, So if we if we look at it uh, in a sense, we could see it as it's looking a bigger picture or focusing in on smaller aspects. But in both manners, it's how we receive that information to follow on with maybe, say, uh, we'll talk about the whole uh, judging and uh, and prospecting type thing in a minute. However, but we're not going to move to that one. We're going to move to the next one. Next one was thinking and feeling where were you on that spectrum
0: so thinking and feeling is under nature which is how we make decisions and cope with emotions and this one brian is our first one i think that i believe we're both on the same end of the spectrum on this i think we're both thinking individuals but Mm -hmm. uh, again you know i'm in a i'm in a devil's advocate kind of mood i'm gonna go feeling individuals just so we can talk about it Uh, Feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They are more empathetic and less competitive than thinking types and focus on social harmony and cooperation. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: This is a fact. My wife tells me all the time I, I I lack a lot of empathy or any at all sometimes. I do find it difficult sometimes to put myself in the shoes of somebody else. So... Um, when I make decisions, you know, I have to remember that because I will make decisions and be like, well, I I don't understand why it's a problem for them, but I'm not thinking about like, oh, they have to do this to be here at this time to conduct this training. I don't think like that. I I think they should just be here. So it's a weakness. It is a weakness. And that's where, again, when we're doing this personality test, that is a good thing for my leadership to understand. Okay, well, he lacks empathy. He's not very empathetic as a leader. How can we leverage that or how can we help him in those areas? Right. Or if you're pitching something to your boss and you're like, hey, I want to do boom, 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 and he understands that I'm not the feeling individual type, mm-hmm. then he can do he can you know add that empathy into it and be like, Well, have you thought about? And I'm like, mm-hmm. No, I I haven't. So I didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's using that. It's using, if you know, one or the other, if you're the senior, the peer subordinate, whatever you can, Oh, well I'm on this side of the spectrum. He's on this side or she's on this Mm -hmm. side. How can we move that needle to more to the middle? So we come together on it, you know, um, some real good questions to ask whether, you know, to know if you're on the thinking or you're on the feeling side, uh, for the thinkers, uh, do you love a good pros and cons list? Absolutely, I love those. I tell <laughs> people all the time, do pros and cons. I tell my, I told my kid. So here we are. <laughs> uh, my, my daughter, she was trying to figure out if she wanted to go. Basically, starting in February to be a part of her school choir, um, and she would go once a week. And she, and I knew she wanted to be with her little friends to do something else instead of going to. And I said, we'll put together some pros and cons. Figure it out, you know. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, so she went with, oh, I'll go do choir. It's only once a week because she loves singing. However, so on top of that, do you look for logical explanation and prioritize fairness over feelings, truth over fact? I mean, when you think about it, you know, are you that type of person? All right, now let's look at the other side. Let's look at the feelers. Yeah. Would you? Would people describe you as caring and supportive uh, do you make decisions with your heart more than your head is maintaining emotional harmony within your group more important than being right. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and, and what you just said there, James, when you, you said, okay, uh, I may be, I'm more of a thinker side where I, I'm, I'm trying to put logic to everything. It's where we do need that individual sometimes that is a feelings type person. Um, and I, my wife, for instance, I think she's on the opposite side of that for me. She's more of a feelings. I think your wife would be also, she's probably more of a feelings person, right? That's
0: why she cries all the time when she watches TV.
1: Oh, stop. (laughs) She's just emotionally attached, you know, and it's, but it's funny that you brought that up because if I would, let's say I would, um, take that same, the same thing, this personality thing when I do physical events, like I'm running for a long distance, like this morning I was running and I was thinking about this, like I tend to be a little bit more emotional and that's because I'm getting the happy drugs of the physical activity, right? And I'm thinking about things, I'm thinking about my children and what how I affect them or how this and that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's funny how our chemicals within our body as they're flowing uh, can change our perspective on this a little bit, you know? Uh, But yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things. It's good. I think it's good to have a little bit of both on this because you have to put some really just common sense to stuff sometimes, you know, is, is such and such able to do this because of X, Y, Z. Well, yeah, we've got a prioritization. We got a list, but what about the emotional attachment? You know, are they right. able to you know do whatever? So, yeah, I mean, you just got to kind of look at it like that. James, let's move on to the next part. We're talking about judging and prospecting
0: yeah so judging and prospecting are both uh parts of tactics uh, this aspect reflects our approach to work planning and decision making in my mind these are very three very important things for you and i and and our you know profession in the military but uh outside of militaries is still super important because it's just how you come you know how you approach your work how you approach planning for things and decision making i can tell you Mine is perfect. My wife is on the other side on this one, I think. But we'll go with it. Um, So, again, Brian, we came in on this one together. We are both judging individuals. So, I'll do the (laughs) judging, and, and then we'll go over prospecting after. Yes. So, judging individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. I like to think I am. I'm not as highly organized as I want to be, though. They value clarity predictability and closure preferring structure and planning to spontaneity yeah i this we can even make this in the gym bro like if i go in the gym and i don't have a layout of this is the things i want to accomplish probably not going to make it through a whole workout because i don't like going in there not knowing i need to do you know i need the squat then i need yes. to the bench and i need the i can yeah. i am not that guy that can just wake up and be like hey i'm gonna go to the gym it's, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can dabble with. I, I can't, I can't, I just can't do it. I don't know why it bugs me. Um, so yeah. So that's kind of the spontaneity. I do not enjoy. I like to plan it out. The army has taught me very well to backwards plan it out. So I really like to go, okay, mm-hmm. let's do a timeline back. Brian, I got whiteboards for a reason. Let's, yeah. this is, we're going on vacation. What do I need to do before that? And that, and that. So, yeah. yeah. That's definitely, this one is a hundred percent accurate for me where my wonderful and beautiful wife, she could wake up the day and just be like, let's go to Nashville. Bye. And I'm like, okay, but it's going to make me, I'm going to have so much anxiety behind this.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely have to agree with you on that. I I feel the same way. It's like, I like to be scheduled. And what you said with a gym, like I want to go into it with the idea of, I know what I'm going to be doing. And I'm neurotic enough that, like, for instance, I have a 40 week plan of like what exercising I'm doing five days a week. Now, when I go into the weekend, I take off on Saturday. I still get up early, but I don't. I don't work out on Saturday. Instead, of like read or something like that. And then Sunday, I just put together. I just put together something that's going to get the blood flowing. And then I jump right back hard Mm -hmm. into it Monday through Friday. But that's you know when I say I got a 40 week plan, man, like. I know exactly what I'm doing. If you ask me, no, actually I had to pull it up, but you ask me, hey, in 12 weeks, what exactly you're doing on Monday in 12 weeks, I'd be like this, 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 and this, you know? Like that's I I know exactly how you feel. But when we look at this, go ahead.
0: Oh no, I'll say, bro, I wish you could see. So I have these whiteboards here, but I have another one right at the door to my my office. And on it, it goes Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then underneath it says five by five strength training. You know, 45 minute high intensity cycle. It Every day it's laid out and I come in here in the morning to get ready for PT. So I don't disturb Tammy. And I look at the board and go, okay, today I got to do yoga, meditation and a cycle. Got it. And then I can go about my, yeah, I cannot, I don't know what it is, man. I'm really weird. I just am like, I hate it. Went to, um, we went to Disney for Christmas. We had a planner. We went with another family and they had a planner. And it, let me tell you how nice it was to be like, OK, at this time we have to be at this restaurant like for our meal and we need to be on the tram by this time to make it. And I love being able to be like, here's our time to get on this ride or that ride. It made me so happy instead of just mm-hmm. being like random all over the place. So, yeah. All right. That was my rant.
1: <laughs> no, I, I totally get it. And, you know, when I when I did some research and I looked into this a little bit more, it, it's, it's funny. It says uh, judging, which is. The one side that you and I are both on. It talks about, don't worry. This isn't the same thing as being negatively judgmental. Rather, judging personalities tend to be results-oriented. So Mm -hmm. we want to see those results. We want to see boom, 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 boom. Uh, Motivated by lists and and good at time management. So I'm good at time management if I manage my time. But like, for instance, in the current position I'm in, it feels like everything else manages my time for me because of sporadic things here and there that I gotta fix. Yeah, I'm re- I have to be reactionary, and I and I I hate it, but I'll I'll do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes you crazy, right? Like
0: reactionary is yeah. the worst thing ever for our personality types. Yeah, uh, as far as tactics, it, it absolutely makes you crazy. You will do it, but yes. you're not gonna be happy about it the whole time, and you're gonna be like, oh. and the, and then for me, and I know for you too. The whole time you're reacting to something you're like okay what can i do to prevent this from happening again like
1: yes yes (laughs) absolutely absolutely and yeah yeah. and i've put i put i try to put systems and processes in place (laughs) to to uh, affect that to kind of help that uh what's funny though is the very last sentence was they thrive in structured orderly environments now let's look at but let's look at Hmm. (laughs) the other the prospecting part or also seen as perceiving uh, if agility and adaptability are your nouns of choice, and if you thrive with flexible schedule and keep plans and timelines loose, you're a perceiving personality. <laughs> so someone who's just like, ah, I'll go with the flow, you know, and I, I've got friends like that. I know I have friends like that that are just, yeah, man, we don't, you know, we'll get to it. You know, it'll be all right. You know, or what? uh, uh, uh Josh Wright used to say all the time back in the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, that phrase has lived with me for a long time. It'll buff out. Um, he, so yeah. he definitely he would definitely be a prospecting uh tactic. Yeah, tactics. Oh, yeah. Perceiving. Uh, perceiving. Yes. yeah he, yes. That would be his yeah. his his tactics for this personality assessment because he's very much uh a, a kind of like go with the flow, kinda you know, yeah chill. It's okay. I mean what about the bearded ninja because the bearded ninja very famously tells us nobody's shooting at you calm down so yeah. i mean but, but he likes structured schedules too though yeah so he's kind of a again this is another one where it's a, like maybe there should oh be a man. blended
1: yeah. 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 I don't I don't yeah. know exactly where he'd be in that. But that's that's interesting. I, I am actually I am interested and I hope he comments to us or sends us a message. You can talk to him now because you work there. I can. Um, I see him. I see him every day multiple times. <laughs> I would like to know his little five letter code that he got from this because uh, he's an interesting fellow an interesting. I'm going to ask. Fellow. I'll ask him tomorrow. Absolutely. So hey, we're moving on to the last one. Um, we're yep, moving on to get
0: my notes moved
1: assertive and turbulent um, on this particular one Uh, we both we did not we didn't see eye to eye on this one I'm more assertive you were more on the turbulent I was 76% assertive um, and only 24% turbulent
0: yeah this one is uh, so it says the identity aspect underpins all others showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions Mm. so I have turbulent which I am a uh, self-conscious and sensitive to stress. They are likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success driven, perfectionistic and eager to improve. So this is one of all of them, Brian, this is the one. I don't know what I did on the test, uh, but yeah, I don't really get stressed enough. I I feel like um, I am self-conscious, but I don't think I'm sensitive to stress. So. Other than that, so, though. <laughs> it's funny you brought
1: that up. So in this book, that book I was talking about, um, that was actually a spot I actually circled about you Uh-oh. on here. And I was like, yeah, this is totally James. It reads, The ISTJ is often very calm and cool, even somewhat unexpressive or under unemonstrative. Uh this is can be a strength in some situations, particularly stressful ones, uh, when the ISTJs appear rock solid. This makes them more effective in many of life's emergencies from operating rooms to battlefields. Huh. What's funny about that is Uh I remember a specific situation um, that took place during our practice land nav situation. (laughs) You you did scream out my name, um. However, once I got over there, you were just like, "Yeah, pretty sure I broke everything. <laughs> <laughs> Can't walk on it. Um, I need you to get a get me up and get me out of the woods, buddy." And I was just yeah. like, know, I'm, I'm like, um,
0: and the old ankle is the one there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know." And then
1: I had to like. I don't care what anybody says. I was not fireman's carrying your big butt out <laughs> of the woods. There was no way. Cause you were on a hill, you know? And a lot of people yeah. still don't know about this. You're on a hill. So all I could do is like, get you up on one foot and then like, take your arms over me. And it's like, just hunch over and like walk slowly. And here I am. I'm like 225. You're like yeah. 280. And, close uh, yeah oh uh, you were big buddy i mean you, i'm not <laughs> saying you're fat you were just you were you were thicker than because you have the muscle you had on you so yeah um,
0: it was uh i stay away from that place still so <laughs>
1: you don't go down that hill you just don't want to visit it haley hill they called uh, it <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> they still know about it
1: yeah hey it was a thing but it's funny though that um that you would come out on that side of things uh of being of the turbulent uh, versus the assertive uh because of your reactions and what the book says about it it is uh, that's that's amazing
0: all right well what about you uh my assertive friend
1: um it so when I look at some of this stuff it talks about robust direct and uh hardy strategist quickly and keenly can see possibilities in almost everything and can act upon those possibilities instantly uh they share their directions and opinions quite freely and easily assuming that everyone uh, that anyone who disagrees does not fully uh ready to engage in meaningful albeit uh somewhat confronting and direct dialogue uh i mean i i i wouldn't i don't know i like to be assertive in the sense of it's and just direct right um i don't want anybody to think ever that um that i'm phony i guess that's in my mind I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that being turbulent is being phony. Like, I'm just saying that, you know, the assertive part, is just, I want people to know this is me and you're getting full me. You know, you're not, I'm not going to hold it back. I want you to know because that way they know where I stand, you know? And, and, and you see a lot of different people that are like that too. Then you're like, oh, you probably shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's weird. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I'm not saying I sugarcoat stuff, but I'm, I'm I know what to use tack on you know I'm gonna use I'm used tact when when uh, faced with a situation you know um, but looking at it I mean just uh, pride themselves on their independence that's also something I see at uh, about it uh, but with it I mean I, I don't know Um I feel like the 76% put me in assertive. It is probably right because even as a parent, and it does talk about it in, in the whole thing about like how to be a parent. And I'm looking at like, Oh my goodness, this is all me. I can't believe it, you know? (laughs) Um, But when we look at all this stuff, James, like we put all this together. We, we develop our idea of who we are. Like we know when you're, when you're going through the process, you know who you are. What's the cool part is it's not just knowing who you are, but then also how does that work in situations, right? How does that work? How does, let's just say, for instance, your code that you came up with, the position you just came into that you're you're in at work, how does okay. that effectively work in your organization?
0: Well, like I said earlier, first of all, the introvert part definitely is not going to work out. at at the organization itself, but some of the other stuff. Um, So for instance, the intuitive, right? You Mm got to be open-minded. And and I like to challenge those that work for me or work with me. I like to challenge them and get their ideas. Well, I'm not getting their ideas just so I can insert my idea. I'm getting their ideas because I'm open-minded to what they are trying to do. Um, So, yeah, I think there's some aspects such as that, that really benefit what I'm trying to do, um, and what I'm trying to get them to do. Because again, these are, you know, these guys are are and girls are staff sergeants, star sergeant first classes, and I'm trying to help them develop into mass sarns, so I can go and they can take over. And you know what I mean. So how do I challenge them in certain ways and understanding my personality is a an effective way of leveraging what they know and trying to develop them, um, for future leadership roles. So that's one of the big, big things for, for me that I think is important by knowing my logistician.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So looking at that and looking at how that affects your position, it's the same way. Like, um, currently in the, the position I'm in some of my traits that I received through this person, they don't work well with it. Right. The constant, like, uh, the fires that I might have to put out or something like, I like structure. I like organization. I like to be regimented. You know, that's the whole, I like getting up early in the morning every single day of the week to do certain things. Um, I like those things. I like to be able to go and talk to people. I don't like to be chained to something such as a desk, right? Um, no. But I do like structure. Um, to to kind of organize the day. I, I, love, I love the calendar. To me, the calendar works. Um, and then when I think about this, I think about, okay, if I had particular individuals within the organization take the same thing, how would they score? What would they get? Um, and if they do, how's that going to help me effectively utilize their personality traits to help the organization, help them? Um, and, and just kind of overall grow the yeah. team in a sense too, you know I mean? Cause you, you don't want a team full of everyone's the same thinking. I, I don't no. want somebody that everyone no. thinks the same way. I want different thinkers. I want different types of personalities, different types of perspectives. Right. And that's a whole part about leadership. Right. Uh, James, that when, when it becomes, you know, we talk about instinctive influencers and being leaders, um, it's having those other perspectives out there for you, for me, for whoever, um, to be able to look at them and say, ah, okay, I see. Or maybe another way of doing something. You're like, oh, I never think about that. That's a good idea. Or I could tweak this a little bit and do that. But it's the idea behind it of just doing the effort, taking the effort to do this, uh, little personality thing. And then just to try to understand it, you know, um, it, it is kind of, uh, it's kind of unique. I'm kind of curious, James is, uh, like how some of our listeners would turn out in this, you know, uh, like what would maybe be their, um, their code that they would receive and how it would describe them. And then even because a lot of our listeners, you know, there's quite a few of our listeners that we know personally, um how they interact with us. So for instance, if I, if I would explain, um, so when Michelle, she took it, she asked me mine, then she looked it up about like, how do these two types of personalities interact? And it, she, no, no joke, my friend. She literally said that it takes a lot of work for our two personality types to bond. (laughs) But once we do, it's like an inseparable bond, if that makes sense. So it's, well, I mean, it's weird
0: you're married, so it makes sense. Uh, marriage is a lot of work from both sides, oh, yeah. but then the bond it forms from the marriage, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah, no, I can I can see that. That, yeah. that makes that makes complete sense. Um, going back to like some of the understanding of this, right? Like the very first thing, the introvert versus extrovert. Do I want to put the introverted person as the lead of my team to like develop a class or some curriculum? Maybe not because they don't thrive in that environment,
1: right? Are you talking like about a, group setting to build like something? A group
0: setting, yeah. Okay. Like if I'm building something from scratch, do I want to, hey, you're in charge of this team of 10 people, you know, ready go. They, they don't thrive like that, so I don't think that would be the smart move. So you got to look at those type of mm. things. And there's so many ways to leverage this, but I, I'm yeah. with you. I think there's 16 different categories that the listeners could fall into and be interesting Mm -hmm. to see how some of them, how some of them shake out.
1: Yeah. And you know, and what I'm going to do, James, is I'm going to add the link to that website that we both used and um, we've used it at their organization right now. Um, I'm going to add that link in either in the show notes or I'll add it in comments on our Facebook page and all Instagram, all that stuff. However, it's your time to be up my friend. Oh boy. Are you ready? If for some reason we've got people that are out there they're just chomping at the bit to tell us about their results or do they just want to reach out to us what is it that they need to do where do they go?
0: well Brian I'm glad you asked they can find us on social media at 101 influence on Facebook Instagram they can find us on the on the Twitter machine. Uh all of these are very good systems. Go to the Instinctive Influencers uh Facebook page, answer the questions, mm-hmm. join the the
1: group, see the faces, and help us grow. Help us grow, yeah. And I mean, and they can see us on YouTube now because we're doing the we've been doing the videos since That's about right. 70, I think episode 74 or so, 74, 76. We started hey, we're doing famous. That. <laughs> hey when you do hey when you go to those give us a thumbs up make leave some comments let us know hey this this your assignment take the personality test and let us know what what it is that you got um or you don't have to share it but i mean it's just nice to know the type of people that are a part of this larger thing that's bigger than he and i um anything else on this topic my man
0: no, I think uh, we, we've covered quite a bit here today, Brian. Let me just check something here. Uh, I think we covered quite a bit today uh, on the first show back in a long time for me. Anyway, it's been yeah. a while.
1: It's been a while. It's funny because really, when you look at the episodes and how it's because I kind of slow rolled some for a little bit because yeah. I knew it. I mean, it was only a couple episodes ago that you were on, but right. you were but you were still in Germany.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're recording in January and I have been here since September, the last day of September, October. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
1: That can tell, that'll tell people a lot of things about how many episodes we had stored up. Now we're, we're basically working week to week now, my friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll figure it out. Might have to record some from the, uh, the old stomping grounds again.
1: (laughs) Oh no. All right. Hey. Well, James, I'm telling you what, I have enjoyed this conversation. I think listeners are going to love it. With that, I am Brian. And I am James. And this has been the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. We thank you so very much for listening. Have a great day. Let us know, what was your personality type?